You've got like 10 to 15,000 Americans in the country right now, right? And are you committed to making sure that the troops stay until every American who wants to be out yes. is out? Yes. How about our Afghan allies? Does the commitment hold for them as well? The commitment holds to get everyone out that, in fact, we can get out and everyone should come out. And that's the objective. That's what we're doing now. That's the path we're on. And I think we'll get there. So Americans should understand that troops might have to be there beyond August 31st. No, Americans should understand that we're going to try to get it done before August 31st. But if we don't, the troops will if, if stay. If we don't, we'll determine at the time who's left. And... And if there are American force, if there's American citizens left, we're going to stay till we get them all out. Well, there was the commitment right there. We're going to stay until all Americans are out. And you know that That's not the case, is it? That isn't what's happening. That was the flashback of Joe Biden in that interview with George Stephanopoulos, ABC News. We're going to stay until they're all out. But that isn't the case. You have got Secretary Anthony Blinken saying that there's just a small number of Americans who remain. Let me talk briefly about the Americans who remain in Afghanistan. We made extraordinary efforts to give Americans every opportunity to depart the country, in many cases talking and sometimes walking them into the airport. Of those who self-identified as Americans in Afghanistan who are considering leaving the country, We've thus far received confirmation that about 6,000 have been evacuated or otherwise departed. This number will likely continue to grow as our outreach and arrivals continue. We believe there are still a small number of Americans, under 200 and likely closer to 100, who remain in Afghanistan and want to leave. That number is now being questioned. It may be far more than 100 or 200. They still don't know, and they don't even know how many Americans they've brought back. Understand that the United States left Americans behind. Joe Biden left Americans behind. That is the story. That is the undeniable, irrefutable fact. And anyone who says otherwise is lying to you. It's a strange day when we are quoting Ben Sass in full, as reported. This national disgrace is the direct result of President Biden's cowardice and incompetence. The president made the decision to trust the Taliban. The president made the decision to set an arbitrary August 31st deadline. The president made the decision to abandon Bagram Air Base. The president made the decision not to expand the perimeter around Karzai International Airport. The president made the decision to undermine our NATO allies. The president made the decision to break our word to our Afghan partners. The president made the decision to tell one lie after another as the crisis unfolded. The president made the morally indefensible decisions to leave Americans behind. Dishonor was the president's choice. May history never forget this cowardice. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Parlor, Instagram, Twitter, Tony Katz. Everything at TonyKatz.com. Anybody want to defend Joe Biden? I'm right here. I am right, right here. 833, got Tony. 833-GOT-TONY. Now, as I said on social media, I was going to share a letter. Now, 
This letter was from a Gold Star mom, the mother of Lance Corporal Kareem Nakui. I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. Murdered in Afghanistan because of the non-planning, not the poor planning, of President Biden, of Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, of Secretary of State Antony Blinken, of the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs, Mark Milley. Non-planning. And one could argue that the military was told to secure the embassy and they did their job. But there was no communication, no planning on anything else. The buck stops with the President of the United States. And that's exactly where we're going to leave it. She, is it Shana or Shanna, S-H-A-N-A, Chapel, wrote a letter to Biden on Facebook. It's not kind. And if one wants to argue some kind of technicality about breaking the rules of Facebook, they can. But the story goes that she was suspended from Instagram and Facebook for posting this. Some have said that the account is back up. But you'll notice, like I notice, like we all notice, that whenever somebody is censored or stopped from speaking or blocked or, or, or suspended or, or whatever the case is, on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, 99.999% of the time it's somebody on the political right. It can happen to somebody on the political left, but that isn't the way it goes in the main. I had posted out, it's curious that this happens. It's not curious. This is the modus operandi. I believe in free speech at all times. I believe in free speech on every level. When the media puts the camera in the face of a grieving widow, screaming about a police shooting, you know what I say? What am I going to say to this woman? She lost her son. She lost her husband. She lost a daughter. Whatever the case may be, I'm going to yell at her. I don't like the idea that we put a camera in their face. I just think it's beneath us. I'm not going to yell at this woman. I'm not going to get worked up. She's grieving. She's going to say what she says. I don't think we should do it. So there is an extent to which a grieving mother, you don't look to as being rational at the moment. I have never lost a child I only hope never to do so. I guarantee you I will not be rational. And I'm a pretty rational cat. The very thought of burying my own kid is more than I can take. When I watched my mother do it for my younger brother just a little over a year ago, I was actually impressed that my mother was more in control of herself than I ever thought possible in a moment like this. But it wasn't in war. It was just an illness that got away from everybody in the weirdest story possible. Your child is a Marine. Your child serves in the U.S. military. You know it's possible. But in this situation in Kabul at Hamid Karzai International Airport, with those bombings perpetrated by ISIS-K, with or without the knowledge of the Taliban, we may never know. None of it had to happen, and it is the fault of President Biden. The reporting goes via Twitchy that, yes, she was suspended from Facebook. And I said, I'm going to read this letter in full, and I'm going to do that right now, just like I promised. 
because free speech must remain. Free speech does not exist for the speech that you like. It exists for the speech that you hate. Well, Tony, there's a there's an implied threat in here uh, against the president of the United States. From a grieving mother who was nose to nose with him, surrounded by the Secret Service, do we really think this? Or do we accept the fact that it's a grieving mother discussing a president who honestly and truly, and uh, the data is in, isn't a good guy? isn't a decent guy. I have often described the fact that Joe Biden has that ability to get grandfatherly and put the arms around the nation. But how many times has he failed in that? Because the truth is, he's a street fighting guy. Well, actually, he's a country club thug. He likes to talk about corn pop, but he ain't ever going to go up against corn pop. No, no, no. He likes to talk tough about how he's going to handle corn pop. Well, I told the I told the Ukrainians, you fire the prosecutor or uh, you don't get the billion dollars. Well, son of a bitch, they, they fired the prosecutor. Wasn't even your billion dollars. It was our billion dollars. But look how tough he was in that conversation about Ukraine. Look how tough he is about corn pop. Oh, he's got to take uh, Donald Trump behind the woodshed. He's got to challenge this guy to push-ups. He's yelling at this one, going at that one. He's not a good dude. He's an angry, bitter, non-fighter who pretends. This is what this mother wrote. I ask you if this is something that should be taken down and an account suspended by Facebook. It's President Joe Biden. Now, where she curses, I'll be taking that out. This message is for you, writes Shana Chappell, C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L. I know my face is etched into your brain. I was able to look you straight in the eyes yesterday and have words with you. After I lay my son to rest, you will be seeing me again. Remember, I am the one who stood five inches from your face and was letting you know I would never get to hug my son again, hear his laugh, and then you tried to interrupt me and give me your own sob story, sob story, and I had to tell you, quote, that this isn't about you, so don't make it about you, unquote. You then said you just wanted me to know that you know how I feel, and I let you know that you don't know how I feel, and you do not have the right to tell me you know how I feel. You then rolled your blanking eyes in your head like you were annoyed with me, and I let you know that the only reason I was talking to you was out of respect for my son, and that was the only reason why. I then proceeded to tell you again how you took my son away from me and how I will never get to hug him, kiss him, laugh with him again, etc. You turned to walk away, and I let you know my son's blood was on your hands, and you threw your hand up behind you as you walked away from me like you were saying, okay, whatever. You are not the President of the United States of America, Biden. Cheating isn't winning. You are no leader of any kind. You are a weak human being and a traitor. You turned your back on my son, on all of our heroes. You are leaving the White House one way or another because you do not belong there. My son's blood is on your hands. All 13 of them, their blood is on your hands. If my President Trump was in his rightful seat, then my son and the other heroes would still be alive. You will be seeing me again very soon. 
By the way, as my son and the rest of our fallen heroes were being taken off the plane yesterday, I watched you disrespect us all five different times by checking your watch. What the blank was so important that you had to keep looking at your watch. You are nobody special, Biden. America hates you. That's the letter written by Shana Chapel, whose son was murdered in Afghanistan, one of the 13 U.S. service members. This is the letter that, according to the reporting, got her suspended from Facebook. Now, if you want to take the line, you will be seeing me again very soon, which she said twice in two different ways. If you want to take that as a threat, I think you can. I just don't think you're right. If you want to say you are leaving the White House one way or another, many people are talking about resignation. Many people are talking about impeachment. And he will eventually uh, not run again or be voted out, whatever the case may be. So the idea that you would take that as a threat is irrational. It is irrational to think that this is anything more than a grieving mother. You're not allowed to recount a story of the President of the United States being rude to you in your time of grief, saying, yeah, I know how you feel. Bo Biden served in the military, and he died later of brain cancer, I believe. I've got that right, brain cancer. He didn't die because the President of the United States had no plan and engaged an absolutely awful strategy of trying to get Americans out that failed, by the way. Joe Biden created the situation. Don't want to listen to me? How about listening to Senator Ben Sass? Everybody was fine with him on certain parts of the aisle when he was about impeaching Donald Trump. So now all of a sudden we don't listen. There is nothing this woman said, absolutely nothing this woman said, that should have kept her off of Facebook or off of Instagram. Free speech is everything. And a grieving mother? This is where we now draw the line? Not buying in. Not going to be a part of it. This is what Facebook does. This is what social media does. Decide who's okay and who's not. How many death threats get posted that are allowed to stay? The president of Iran can still, and the Ayatollah Khomeini can still post, I should say, the Ayatollah. The Ayatollah Khomeini can still post on Twitter. You want to hear the president of Iran telling, saying that all gay people are savages? That homosexuality is savagery? That's still allowed. This grieving mother isn't. If there's, if reading this allows me to share it with people and then it gets shared as we post it, good. No, I don't accept the idea of threats. I absolutely positively do not. You see this as a threat? You are desperate for something that isn't there. That Joe Biden showed no compassion to a grieving mother who clearly is angry at him? Well, that's fact. Because Joe Biden doesn't know anything about leadership. And yes... Sooner rather than later, let's see him gone. I'm Tony Katz.